And wait, 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 wait. What am I doing? This isn't the intro. This isn't the intro. Wait, wait, wait. Let's stop that. Let's stop that. Let's play that back. Play that back. Run that back. What is up, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies? I am here to tell you about something you might not know about. I know about it. I don't know if y'all know about it, but the WhiteRabbitPodcast.com is in full effect. You don't know about that, but I know about that because I haven't told you about that, but I knew that you didn't know that I knew that you didn't know about that. So now I'm telling you about that. So be sure to go check that shit out. That is whiterabbitpodcast.com. I got all the fire shit over there. I mean, I haven't even talked about this shit on the podcast yet. There is, there's fucking mugs that look fucking dope as shit. I mean, they look like they should glow in the dark, but I don't think they do. I haven't ordered one myself because, you know, it's hard out here for a camp. I can't even afford my own merch. But anyways, check this shit out. There's the conspiracy junkie shirt that you guys see me always wearing, but... I upgraded it. It's like way doper. There's uh, the one that I always wear is just a one color. This one actually has the stupid reptilian fucking all seeing eye. You know, that ugly, ugly bastard on there. There's some stickers. There's some jackets. There's fuck off Satan uh, t shirt. You know, that's a good one to wear. Even though, you know, Satan isn't just one entity. It should be like fuck off deceiver. Maybe I'll throw another shirt up there that says fuck off deceiver. And that would be good for anybody to wear, right? You want to like walk around, you just tell them right away, fuck off deceiver. So yeah, check for that. Because when I finish recording that, I'm going to go put that shirt up. So fuck off deceiver. Anyways, you know, there's stuff for the summertime. Go check it out, guys. I got, I got the fucking keep digging down those rabbit holes panties. And when you turn around, it says not that one, you know, that one's always fun. Uh, I got some shit for the summer. Got the Punisher fucking, uh, what are those called? Uh, Jersey tank. I don't know. I got the dope shit, you know? Oh, the new the new logo. I got the uh, White Rabbit uh, Santa Cruz looking logo. That one's fucking fire. I'm going to order one of those for myself as well as one of the tumblers because I love those. Uh, you know, we got the uh, Your Existence. Uh, wait, what is it again? This is one of the memes that I like. I piggybacked off of. Somebody else already made one and I just made it better. Uh, oh, Your Very Existence goes against our community guidelines. Yeah, so, you know, anyways, that really helps us support the show. I've talked way too fucking much about this shit. So, I know you guys want to hear me uh, go... And so we like, shut the fuck up, get into the show. You've never done this. You've never fucking, you've never fucking taken up our time this much. So no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But you will hear this episode fade off a little bit. And that is because something may or may not have already been addressed. So I just didn't feel it was worth it to put it out in the uh, ether again. So Guys, enjoy the show. I'm not even going to tell you who's on it. You're just going to be like, oh, fuck. Okay, here we go. Buckle up. And then more people might even jump on later, too. I'm not even going to fucking tell you about that. What do you know? A new world order. Excuse me. Has anybody seen a white rabbit? That was a joke about the world being flat, right? Was it? When we are successful, and we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order. They sound crazy, so who cares? But it could totally 100% be true because we know the government's lies about everything.
and welcome fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. And today in the shotgun seat with me, I got Ghost from My Third Eye Podcast. And we are hosting Drew from You Are Missing the Point Podcast. He also has a Conspiracy 3000 and uh, some other things that I'd love to talk to him about. Uh, you might have heard me on his show. Now he's on my show. And we have this sexy, bald-ass motherfucker sitting behind the mic to join us too. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into this. What's up? Drew, welcome to White Rabbit. How's it going, brother? Great, mate. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. So um, I posted a swap cast with you. So hopefully my listeners are very familiar with you now. Um, but if anybody missed that show or any of the uh, thousands of shows that you've been on in the last two weeks, um, go ahead and let everybody know who you are. Yeah, uh, Drew Misson. I just started podcasting within the last year as a bit of response to the craziness of the past three years of COVID within Australia. Just a bit of a way to get my voice out and connect with like-minded people like your wonderful gentleman here, um, just making connections with people around the world. Generally, my show is a bit of a interview format where I get guests on, have conversations with them. And then it quickly evolved into two other shows. So I've got Conspiracy Theatre 3000, which is myself, Moral Bob and Andy Rouse, where we deep dive on cinema, looking for hidden symbolism and messaging. And then The Homeroom Educating Educators, which is just like a bit of an education podcast to help out families with navigating the school system, how to help your children in education, and ultimately how to pull your kids out of the public system and go into homeschooling. That is amazing. So is this something that uh, is only working with um, the tactics that you're using? Can people that live in the United States or in Canada or anywhere else use what you're talking about? Or is this strictly for Australia rules and regulations? Well, this is the beauty of it. My co-host, Kaylee, she uh, lives in America, in Texas. So she's got a background of homeschooling and teaching in a private school. So we try to hit the whole spread of what Western dem democracies are like and how we can navigate those education systems because there are differences, but at their core, they're all based on the Russian, uh, the Prussian model and the, the factory model of making little workers. So they're all similar, but they've got some little differences that might throw a spanner in the works. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's awesome that you guys have like teamed up to do that. And um, I'll show link that so that everybody can go check that out. And I recommend that if you have kids that you do check that out because um, it's not communism that they're pushing our kids towards. And it's not, um, it's not Marxism. It's Maoism as they described on no agenda. And I completely agree with everything that they had to say about that. And it is very alarming how similar every single tactic that they used is being deployed on our children right now. And Drew, just that you're out there combating that and as a teacher, because you are also a teacher as well, correct? Yes, I work within a government school. So it's almost like being in the lion's den at times. But the way I kind of look at it is if I wasn't actively teaching in schools, doing my best job as a teacher, what would kids be left with? So I feel like I would much rather teaching that system as long as I possibly can. Hey, um, you can look at it and you can look at it in two ways. Either you're the last of a dying breed that's still in there hanging on, or we saw what they did to us. They infiltrated our school systems. Well, they infiltrated just about every system, but 
now we're just infiltrating right back and we're getting the people in there that have good morals and good values. And hopefully that uh, between the five or six teachers that these kids cr come across during the day, at least one of them is telling them something good and wholesome. Yeah. It's the ultimate culture jamming, isn't it? So thank you. Ghost brother, everybody ghost from my third eye is on to help me co-host this podcast tonight. And you all know and love him. So uh, I don't know if there's any introduction needed, but is there anything new going on over there in Ghost Corner? Uh, not much, not much of anything new, just the, the, you know, the old standard, you know, recording con tavern and, you know, the weekly episode. And uh, Drew and I are going to be teaming up to uh, do an episode here in the future on some Australian history. So that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, thanks for the invite and always, always love jumping on and, and hopefully I feel the shoes that you, you think I need to fill. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I just thought it would be awesome to have you aboard because I know that you guys have a great chemistry. I've already talked to Drew and it was a good chemistry and I just thought this would be a cool hangout. So if you only knew what Drew teaches me in his off time, <laughs> I don't, don't want to know, you know, I've noticed you did shave your beard, Drew. Do you have anything to do with this? <laughs> uh, no, it's, I said, you know, ghost, you're starting to get a bit gray. We have to ha boost those numbers with the younger women. Let's just trim the beard down, do a bit more weights, and we'll bump those numbers up a bit. Yeah, man. Pretty soon, <laughs> pretty soon you can start doing movies where you're like uh, driving a getaway car, bro. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm looking forward to that because I, I that's like my goal is to drive a getaway car. <clears throat> so uh, everything. Yeah, me, me too. Actually, it's the getaway driver. I don't want to be the one that has to hold a gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so I don't know if you guys have dug into this or not, but this is something that um, has come across my page quite a bit lately, and I have not been able to debunk it. It looks like this might be legit. The shit that the UN is saying right now about um, decriminalizing uh, basically intercourse between minors and adults, as long as you are able to coerce them into it, then it's okay. Yeah. From what I've seen, it seems to be legitimate. And the problem being is like the UN encompasses so many countries and we know different cultures have different ideas of what an adult is. And unfortunately, a lot of third world countries and a lot of Eastern European countries seem to have an idea that children of a very young, impressionable age can, can consent to these things. And, you know, it's I think it's 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 a reality of what's coming down the line now. It's that slippery slope that's in full effect. Right. And uh, so we've been saying for so long that this is a spiritual battle. This is spiritual warfare. Not only is it a spiritual warfare, but it's an information warfare. I feel like World War Three has started a long time ago. And they started with infiltrating uh, the television, infiltrating our school systems, infiltrating our food, infiltrating everything that we do. And we know that uh, the art of war is one of the best books ever written on how to basically do what the Chinese have been doing to us. And that is to uh, uh, take over a fucking country without firing a single shot uh, between between weakening our borders, uh, sending all the fentanyl through uh, their Mexican cartel uh, people. And, uh, you know, we know Biden is has fallen um, right in line with where he's supposed to be to weaken this country. And um, 
it's a very scary time for not only America right now, but the entire world, because if America falls, the entire world is falling with it. And uh, I wonder how you guys having such positive attitudes and, and great shows, how do you guys keep going forward every day with a smile on your face? Go for it, guys. You take that one first. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I grew up in a very standard, I guess, uh, Gen X background. You know, family wasn't the greatest, whatever. So at a young age, I already knew what staring into the darkness looked like. So having doing that my whole life, staring into the abyss became easy. And yeah, sometimes it stares back, but you have to always push that positive energy forward because negative energy and negative actions are the easiest to consume for anybody uh, around you or, or your loved ones or whatever. And yeah, we know all this fucked up shit's going on, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to stop and just look at who's around you and who you have in your inner circle and just be like, you know what, I'm grateful for this. And I know they're going to be okay. And hopefully, maybe you can get other people on board. I know there's a big division in this uh, truther community right now where everybody's eating themselves alive. And it's, it's not cool. But I, I, I don't know. We, we need to stop fighting with each other and put that positive energy into fighting what we're all trying to, to bring forth to everybody else's attention. So... If you dwell on it too much, you're, you're just going to be a, a depressed mush ball sitting in the corner looking for a window to lick. And you, you can't let yourself get that way. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I agree with a lot of what you said for sure. Um, I was more or less looking at the bigger picture, but I like how you pointed into the fact that there's a lot of in-community dividing because, I mean, what is one of the most well-known sayings that has ever been said is united we stand and divided we fall. And it seems like that is so easily forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It, so, it's so easy. I mean, once you create people in this community fighting against each other, it's no different than your politicians telling you and an African-American that you don't even know that you're supposed to hate each other. You know what I mean? And, and oh, that's their biggest fear is if everybody came together and, and stood united, whether it was your race, color, creed, religion, it doesn't matter. They're fucked at the end of the day because then they're like, oh, shit, we don't have control over them. And they keep us divided for that reason. Oh, I 100% agree. And we can totally piggyback off of that. But I want to get Drew's uh, what he wakes up, what you have that makes you smile and keep doing what you're doing. Uh, it's my family more than anything else. My wife wanting to start a family ourselves and seeing that the great potential that there is in life and looking forward instead of looking into the darkness, like Ghost just said. I think Australians have a, we have a very happy-go-lucky look at the world. We could be going through the toughest times and we'll still find a way to, to smile and just push through it. But being in this community has been a godsend that it's, I've been able to find people in the world that have a similar thought process and and want to improve and make the world a better place. And it's starting to happen. Like I'm a big proponent of sure we have to be united to to be successful, but I'm a big proponent of you have to get yourself in order first. 
You have to get yourself sorted. You have to get your home organized. Not to be a Jordan Peterson shill or anything like that, but some of what he says is quite true that you have to get your house in order. And I think we yeah. everyone tends to do that. And once you're in a great space in yourself, that's when you can approach other people and you can help bring other people in. You can build a real community. And despite the infighting and things we do see within the truth of community, I'd like to think that we've got the ability that we will overcome a lot of things that are being thrown at us at the moment. I think we will too, as a whole. And, and I'd like to go back on what you said too, and not to sound cheesy and like Jordan Peterson ish, but you know, like there is also that saying, make your bed. And you know, when you really don't feel good about yourself, you know, because you get home from work or you, or you're not even going to work. And it's time to go to bed and you look at your bed and your bed is still a mess. Your room is still a mess. But when you wake up in the morning and you make your bed right away, you're starting something new, right? And, and I think that's very important. Just that one little step, it'll take you less than five minutes. Make your bed every single morning and you will be surprised at what that does to your character in the morning going forward. And I would also like to put out, because I used to be really bad at this, I don't look at my social media for at least an hour now. I used to wake up before I would even go out of my bed. I would reach around and feel around my pillow and grab my phone. And I would look on Instagram and see like what the fuck was going on before I would do anything else. And that was the worst move ever. I'm going to push back on the making the bed thing because I'm just going to come at it as a vet veterans standpoint. When you're, when you're told to make a bed for four some years and it has to be inspection ready, the last thing I want to do is come home and, or wake up and make my fucking bed anymore. That was one of the first things I was like, I'm not, I'm not making my bed inspection ready, but I get the analogy. You know what I mean? So like right. clean the room, you know, I get it, but no, uh-uh. I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> No, I, because we were, I, trauma- I totally- we were traumatized to make hospital corners. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. It was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> no, I get it, man. I, I've been to jail, and, and I got so good at making my bed in jail because if you were, like, one of the top three beds when they went around and did inspection, then you would get extra food when they gave dinner. So, like, I was, like, I would spend fucking, like, 45 minutes on my shit every morning. <laughs> <laughs> And then they would do inspection. And then as soon as they were done, I would fucking get right back under that motherfucker and sleep the rest of the day. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah, dude. Jail sucked. That was definitely not uh, one of my favorite moments. But I will tell you that it made me, it definitely molded me into who I am now. Like all of these fucked up moments that I've gone through in my life have definitely made me into. I don't know. Maybe I'm still a piece of shit, but I'd like to think that I'm a good person and I'm trying to awaken as many people as I can and at least show them other people that can help awaken them as well. So I was just telling a dear friend, similar, similar things, uh, failures, fertilizer, you know, when, when you come across something and, and you fail at it the first time, or you don't fully succeed in a situation and, and times get really dark and, and troubling, you need to look at, uh, the end goal. What can I learn from this? And when failure is fertilizer, fertilizer makes things grow. So grow into something beautiful and, and more positive. And isn't that so true of when you say the silver spoon fed a parasite class of the world? They've never experienced failure or having to work uphill to achieve something. And it's noticeable. They've got no real ability to 
deal with stress or to better themselves. They've just got everything handed to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what sucks is like, I've been around those type of people my entire life. And, and it's always been a saying, like surround yourself with people that you like want to be like, right. Because, uh, you know, if you're around successful people, then chances are you will be successful and stuff like that. But unfortunately I, I look at these people that are very, uh, shiny on the outside and that attract a lot of people. And I work my way into their inner circles. And I find out that these people are only shiny on the outside. And I really don't want anything to do with any of their success. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like a, a devil in disguise. Yeah. I mean, there's so many wolves, right? That is looking mm-hmm. over the sheep that is just wearing, uh, wearing the shepherd's clothing. So I don't, I don't know. It's really hard because, uh, in this day and age, um, especially with chat GPT now and all this other stuff, it's like somebody was talking to me the other day and they were like, why, how do I even know if you're real? And I'm like, well, I'm fucking real. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, but how do I really know that? And I'm like, oh shit. Well, how do you really know that? There's no fucking way. Like just because we've talked on the phone or had like FaceTimes, shit like that like how the fuck do you know if i'm legitimately real i mean look at the people that they're putting in front of us as our world leaders that are supposed to be real and they can't even get that shit right you know like so i I don't know (laughs) you talking about biden wearing a mask I mean, Biden is just one thing. Now, what? Now, what do you guys think about their they're making this whole push? Uh, basically, the Democrats and the Republicans are are making like it's it's almost like a, a what is that play in football when everybody pushes to one side so that everybody can run to the opposite side? It's like a, a toss left where everybody pushes to one like side. A sweep. A sweep, yes. So it seems like the Republicans and the Democrats are both on board, and they're sweeping Biden out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I and that's scary because cackling Kamala Harris is no better than Biden. But now there has been evidence that have come in, come out on a couple of other shows that uh, Kamala Harris and actually Joe Biden's entire cabinet. Uh, never actually signed their um, swear-ins uh, as far as being um, uh, notarized. So there's no actual documentation of them being sworn in. So they're allowed to commit treason as much as they want, which I find very interesting. That could be completely natural. You know, Biden could have just wandered off and not known that the pen was there. And Harris could have just been laughing so much she forgot to sign it. So, you know, that's just normal. Well, actually, no, here's the thing is, is Biden is not, um, he's not exempt from this. Biden did sign it. However, everybody in his cabinet has not, meaning they were told not to. They were informed not to. The entire cabinet is not just... Uh, Which means they have no legal standing or power to be in that position. At all. So that gives more credence to, um, what is that, uh, a, a puppet government. So, I mean, is is Q back into play now? Uh, <sighs> or is it an Obama behind the scenes like he's been spruiking about for years, how he'd love to have someone in front as the front man while he's still making decisions behind the scenes. You have to play devil's advocate with it, don't you? No, not to play devil's advocate because both of those can be happening at the same time. And I feel if one is happening, both of those are happening. Actually, I feel that both of those are hand in hand. So if, if we have two, if we have two shadow governments, right. 
And you know what big country keeps talking about that, um, that, uh, what is it? Washington is no longer Washington. It's like formally known as Washington DC or some shit like that. The territory formerly known as Washington DC. Yeah. So what's up with that? You know, and then we go back to inauguration and, you know, we have all kinds of discrepancies during inauguration, like it was pre-filmed. And then we have military turning their backs on Biden when the whole brigade was going through. And, you know, that's a you big thing. You're supposed to rank. Blue. You know, he wasn't allowed to sign the uh, the wreath. Um, I mean, what? There's all kinds of crazy shit going on. I mean, do, do you, is the United States even in a functioning government anymore? Did China already take over and we're just like, and they're trickling it to us like little by little? Well, Drew, you know our politics better than we do. <laughs> oh, God, I can't talk. We've got our state premiers that want to hold our national cabinet in China from now on, so we're well and truly China at this point in Australia, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of looking that way, isn't it? Like you would think that if this type of thing was going on and it was an Ill- illegitimate puppet government that wasn't really in control and that other things were going on, wouldn't you just hope that you'd actually see the military walk in and arrest the guy instead of like some kind of long drawn out game? Like what's, what's the purpose behind the the long wait? If it is, a genuine cue type of a thing. Why is it taking so long and why is it not just happening all up front? Oh, you don't know, Drew, because the people had to see it because people <laughs> had to see how bad it was going to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, hey, I had to lose my house. My name. I had to get to into a gas chamber. It's all good, bro. People need to see how bad it's going to get. No, they're literally telling me to get into the gas chamber. No, people need to see this. <laughs> Q Sound Park uh, or South Park. Uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck. No, I don't want any more popcorn. This is not cool anymore. <laughs> we should have gotten guns and did something when we had the chance. It's. I get sketch when, when I, I, with the whole Q thing again. Because it, it was a really slow and then at the end fast burn on, on a lot of things that everybody was like so hyped and, and thought that they kind of knew and, and, and what have you. And it turned out to be a pretty much a big flop. However, with this new information coming out with them supposedly not signing their oath, why aren't the U.S. Marshals stepping in? Why, like like Drew said, why, why isn't something taking effect right now if, if this is the actual information fucking fix it if if we dummies know this fix it right and then there's people that are like so down the rabbit hole and i've and i'm i've been as far down as you can get trust me i've heard the most outlandish shit that you can have and i've entertained it all because i'm not throwing anything out until i fully look into it you know and there is uh articles talking about like gavin newsom and all these people being already hung and tried at Guantanamo Bay and everything. And that's why we're seeing doubles. That's why we're seeing so many different Bidens because he's already been hung for treason. Okay. Well, if he's already been hung from treason, then why in the fuck is his administration still reigning rampant, fucking this entire country up? 
maybe it's just all around fear and it's that the high levels of corruption that are going on like no one wants to be the first person to put the knife in caesar's back people would be comfortable being the second or the third person no one wants to be the first person out in the open right that's why i call myself catalyst jones because i want to be the spark that uh creates change i don't want to be the change (laughs) (laughs) i ain't gonna yeah i gotta be careful what i say (laughs) (laughs) you know once the first punch is thrown i'm ready to fucking jump in a bar fight i'll I'll just put it i'll leave it at that like i'll give you an example i'll give you an example (laughs) yeah yeah. i'll give you an example my state premier who's been in control for a stupid amount of time now he's going on nearly 20 years going to be 20 years in total he's been in power for in some way or another and like he was in control of shadow cabinets and now he's in control for three terms he's getting a big bronze statue because he's the longest serving state premier ever he's had like five separate corruption investigations taken with him where every single investigation has said yes he's committed corruption but because it's not under the legal definition that our state uses he can't be removed from power so the corruption level in governments goes so deep that they can actively break laws and there's no repercussions for it i don't even think it's the government i think it's the law in general like they they've every country has found a way to corrupt their own law and that goes into Kind of the way the law is written in, in this land with this, I'm just going to use a generic term. I know it's probably not the proper term, but being a sovereign citizen, you know, you, you don't have to have a driver's license to drive a car or do, you shouldn't pay your taxes. It's, there's no law on that. And, but because they've corrupted the, the judicial system and the law, they, they, they coerced all these people into doing stuff that they think they need to do. And then, well, this politician did this, but because of subclause this or this little word here, eh, he's okay. He's free to go. But you, you did it? (laughs) No, we're throwing the book at you. Fuck yourself. So um, I'm one of those people because I, I figure I pay enough taxes every time I buy anything. I, if I buy gas, I'm paying tax. If I buy groceries, I'm paying tax. Um, so when I get my checks, my paychecks, I claim exempt and they don't take a single dime out. And at the end of the year, when it's time to file your taxes, I don't do a fucking thing. And I've done that for about eight years and nothing has happened to me and they can go fuck themselves because legally, the only way that they can legally tax you is by taxing your profit. And when you work an hourly raid, then you're not profiting. You're working for an hourly rate. So legally they can't tax you. So if they ever came at me, I would tell them to suck my fucking dick. And it's a beautiful one from what I'm, I I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, don't be making these rumors more true than they have to be. (laughs) So so now I know why you really trimmed the beard. That's why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He wanted to be able to go all the way down. Yeah. (laughs) I wish wish we had a tax system like you guys had, but ours is just, it's ridiculous. Well, ours is ridiculous too. Don't get me wrong. It's like, like I said, everything you do, you get taxed on. If people didn't know, 
the people don't know any better and they claim whatever they claim, whether it's zero or one or however many dependents, and the government takes that money out of their checks. I would say that 99% of Americans do that. And they don't know any better because they think if they don't, then at the end of the year, they're going to get fucked. But yeah, what happens? Go to jail. They think that, but mm -hmm. hi, I've been doing this for eight years. My fucking white ass showing the entire time. You're <laughs> not taking anything out of my checks and I'm not giving you anything at the end of the year. That's my money. I worked for it. You didn't do a fucking thing. I give you enough taxes when I pay for shit. I fully agree. And then, People, I think why people get scared is because they they hear about like people like Lauren Hill or Wesley Snipes. Oh, they went they they went to prison for tax evasion, and when you finally dig into it, it, had nothing to do with it. But that's the headline that was ran with. I thought Wesley Snipes beat it. I think he I think he did. I think he did. His I think his lawyer said almost exactly what I just said that you're only allowed to tax off of profit. And being that it was a negotiated contract that he signed with these uh, movie uh, companies, that there was no profit. That was a negotiated contract, and the government right. has no right to touch that money. So people just don't know this. That's the thing. No, they don't. And, and you know, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies, but they just had a bombshell of an episode that just came out with a guy that's uh, – it deep balls deep into this shit who basically can use receipts to pay for anything uh, because that's legal tender. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, like, and he's actually doing it. And not only is he doing it, but he has classes and he's showing people how to do it. And uh, of course he like, I, I don't know, man, this guy has put hours and hours and hours into this stuff. And when I was listening to whiskey, beer and conspiracies, I'm like, okay, like I've already been on board with wanting to learn more about this because I want to be able to go buy a house and buy a nice car, maybe a boat and everything, and then be able to turn around and tell the banks that that contract that they signed was actually an illegal contract. And thank you for the, the shit that they just gave me because I know that that's possible. So Catalyst invites everybody out to California when he gets his <laughs> boat and he's going to stand there and wave and be, that's my boat. <laughs> yeah, let's go shrimping hell yeah man i'm gonna pull up to the docks and see everybody fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> lieutenant dad why's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking i just felt like running <laughs> buys a i don't know 20 million dollar yacht oh that'd be fun to party on wouldn't it I mean, as long as we have a place to party in the next two years, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think we will. I, I, I don't know, man. I think we will, too. I think I think we're going through definitely a very, very crazy time where things are changing. And even us truthers are not fully aware of what's happening. You know, oh, absolutely. No, nobody ever is going to be fully aware. Right. But I mean, I think it goes like more biblical than people are giving credence to. So I don't know. Um, I, I, I kind of wanted to go deep tonight. So like, what do you guys think with how, what we're going through right now ties in with basically everything in the Bible and not to mention the Bible, but also the book of Enoch. Well, there's a lot of Sodom and Gomorrah type of shit going on, right? Yeah. 
yeah. a lot of Baphomet symbolism, <laughs> cutting dicks off kids, all that kind of sick, twisted shit. You throw in top of that the corruption of humanity, whether that's genetically or if it's through our food or if it's spiritually. Majority of humanity is corrupted in some form. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we talk about how in the times of Noah will be it will be as if it was in the times of Noah. And we look at the times of Noah and they say they were trying to build a tower to Babel, but that could have been loosely translated as we all listen to, I'm sure, the same people. And that uh, doesn't sound like they, it sounds more like some CERN type shit where they were trying to break dimensions into uh, getting into another dimension into where God may have been, or maybe even breaking through the firmament type of thing. And now we're looking at like chat GPT and what AI is probably way more capable of what we are, are thinking, you know, like we look at these chat beach or these like AI photos and like, I love that you posted, that was you that posted or that pointed out that there was too many fingers in that picture, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they always get the thumb wrong. Yeah, this so, one had a sixth finger, a second yeah. index finger right underneath. <laughs> so what they released out to the public is maybe not as good, but, you know, maybe they have actually like 3D replicas that are living, uh, maybe not living, but organic type robotoids that was talked about by peter uh better back in like the 50s call back to cunt so yeah, it's 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 definitely a possibility you think that we know the military industrial complex is at a bare minimum 50 to 60 years ahead of what the average citizen has right so if you're looking at what the current ai is or what the current chat gpt type of things are go on like a civilian level Imagine what the porn industry has. How many cam girls are actually real people and how many online relationships and um, like those types of things that are sexually based aren't real people anymore. It's just some guy that has a warehouse full of servers. Right. And, and that's so crazy too, because you know, one of the biggest fads now that's going around and it hasn't really hit America yet is this uh, uh, AI kissing machine where you get uh it's like instead of putting it on goggles, you put this thing onto your mouth and then somebody on the other end that has the same app as you, you guys kiss each other with the same apparatus strapped to your face and it's like you're kissing each other from wherever you are. And, you know, just imagine how far that's going to go. And they're already shooting porn now um, in virtual reality so that if you have like the virtual goggles and stuff, I was listening to Bridget B talk about it on her podcast. She's a porn star. And, uh, she was talking about how difficult it is to film these videos for virtual reality now and how many cameras are involved and stuff. And it's like, fuck man. Like are, is anybody, we are on the verge of the matrix where people are literally going to just be plugged into the back of their fucking necks and be okay with it. I kind of, I, I get a lot of pushback um, when it, when it comes to this kind of topic, because I, I, I am a Christian. I, I, I do believe in God, but I will push back and always say all religions, no matter what religion there is on this earth, are all man-made whether it's pagan to Catholicism to whatever you believe now. Okay. And when you look into 
that aspect of it and look at how many different religions have the same similar stories or justifications for how to get to the creator or, or whatnot, they're all the same because at the end of the day, we're all human and want to know what's beyond this life because nobody knows when we die, you know, that even goes into reincarnation. You know, we don't know. Is that, is that really a thing? It could be Uh, going to heaven could be a real thing. Going to hell could be a real thing. We don't know, but are what we seeing today play out is it because the elites and these shadow entities that control the world have read all these texts? That's what and- I was going to say, is because I wanted to push back on that a little bit. It was, is I don't, I don't want to say that they're specifically man-made. I would say that they're being pushed by man. So no, every religion I, was made up by man. No, I, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I believe that every religion has been uh, created with help through esoteric entities and has their own purpose and their own agenda. And maybe it's, that, would, that would mean that there's many gods. Then. I mean, that would mean that there is all of the demons and the beast of the field that were cast upon the earth when um, when God cast everyone down onto earth. It wasn't just Satan. It was Satan and all of his soldiers. It was right. Satan and all of his followers. And and when we talk about Satan as here on earth, it's not one entity. And that's the thing is Satan is all around us. Satan Satan exists in, in almost everything that we do and everything that we uh we we witness. And it's not one entity. It is many entities working towards one goal. It, and that's where we get it mixed up. It's not Satan is not one entity. And I think it's you you're both going along, along the, the same road and you don't even realize it that religions were all influenced by something. Either you can go the scientific method and the argument is that psychedelics prompted growth in human brain, which developed human thinking around what we are and what our position is in the universe and what the point of life is. Some people would argue that that's where religions stem from. The spiritual side of things is that there's outside entities or other beings of a spiritual nature which influence mankind to develop what you would consider to be organized religion. And I think that's where ghosts are coming from. Ghosts is spot on that organized religion is completely and 100% pushed by mankind. And that's what you're kind of saying, Catalyst, that faith exists, spirituality exists, but it's the organized religion of side of things that's definitely pushing religion in a broader sense. The yes. two can't exist without each other. Absolutely. Yes. That, that's what I meant with religion being man-made. Organized religion is absolutely man-made. Do I believe that there are uh, demons or angels? You can call them whatever you want. Um, some people look at oh, are there aliens or other beings out there in, in, in this universe? Could they be angels or demons? Absolutely. We at, at the end of the day, we don't know. But what we do know is what we're taught through organized religion is our creator is, is the ultimate. So if you take that thought, why isn't there any other entities or beings, whether it's aliens or greys or you know, mantis people, whatever. Why, why would he only create us? And at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think he did only create us, but that, that goes into much vaster of a topic of, okay, is everything I see a 
that that is bad a demon not necessarily because i think certain angels want to maybe push you to experience something so you learn something from that to come back closer to god if if that makes any sense no that makes great sense i wouldn't push back on that at all actually that was uh that was very well well uh, articulated what what i would like to say though is and not pushing back at all is i definitely agree um but i think that there are many different entities that play a role in satanism and you know like uh demons uh you want to say angels yes i i believe that they all come from the same place but if people read the book of enoch then you will find out that there's more than just that. We had the beast of the fields, which was also different entities that were here and they're still here. And that's where I think we get like the real society and reptilians and we get uh, things like that. And we get like the matadors and uh, mythological creatures because we may only have one creator, but we have many manipulators, which will take a creation and manipulate it and, and basically form something else. Right. So, <laughs> There is a lot of that going on. And and so um, going back into the Garden of Eden, I, I think it's a good argument, you know, like, uh, was it knowledge that she was given um, or or was she given knowledge through sex magic? And that is why we have Adam uh, and, and or that's why we have Cain and Abel. And that's why we have a good and evil entity. Maybe one was a descendant of of uh, Satan what about and, Lilith? And maybe one was a descendant of Adam. And Lilith is a whole different entity as well that like uh, was also here and could possibly still be here uh, right. with, with an influence on everything. Absolutely. These so are conversations. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drew. So you have, sorry, you have to look at things like we know even with shitty human beings in the parasite class that's around today, they don't have a creative bone in their body. They have no creative streak at all. All they can do is take what already exists and manipulate it and turn it on its head. What's to say that a lot of these cryptids or creatures that we see within the truth community that we love, that are fantastic, we love to research and, and look into, what's to say they aren't manipulated and altered real things that were around at some point and were adjusted for a purpose, like chimeras? I think they absolutely are, Drew. I think that they are absolutely exactly that. And I also think that there is different realms to this uh, existence that we're in. And I think that there is able uh, ways able for people, or not people, but entities to be able to jump through these uh, realms. And I think that they need to manifest in some way. And that's why we get these dogmans or, or, um, Nessie or whatever these cryptids may be, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you might want to name your name your pick. I think that they have to manifest in a way, um, but they're not they're not fully here for the taking, and that's why we can't see them, and that's why we never like killed one uh, because they can come in and out of this realm as they want. They just have to manifest into something sort of physical. That goes into a deep time loop type what is time <laughs> in a sense because there's always the oh i saw these footprints and then they just disappear okay well like you said did they just go back into the dimension that they were or is there 
time loops that coexist at the same time, but some some entities are able to hop over and look, look in there for a little bit, look around. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. Kind of like how we see ghosts or, you know, apparitions or, or, or whatever. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the same thing, ghost, because they leave actual physical evidence behind. Right. They've been so known. Ghosts. They've ghosts been known all animals or humans. Uh, they actually do leave footprints behind that we can find sometimes. Uh, right. I mean, uh, there's documentaries that have questionably picked up certain things. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fully on board. I'm just saying they have a way to come into our time time loop, show up, walk around, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're gone in the middle of the snow, in the middle of a field. Where'd they go? Oh, they went back to their time loop. Yeah. Do you know so, who nailed this really well? And it's been pushed out into the, the, the public consciousness now. There was a British TV series called Prime Evil. And for whatever reason in this science fiction show, little dimensional gateways through time would open up and things from the uh, primeval past would step through, like a T-Rex would end up in London Square. And this special group of agents would have to push it back in the, through the dimensional gate. But yeah, again, they would leave the physical rem remnants of them being there because they were physically there and they were just time jumping. Is that just a dimensional thing that, say, like a Sasquatch? A lot of people say these things just disappear. What if these things live in our realm but outside of our own physical space and time? Yeah, like, I freaking love all this shit, you know? It's all speculation. It's going to oh. all be speculation. It's not like any of us have the right answer, but oh, it's fuck no. fucking fun as shit to talk about. Because, Ghost yeah, doesn't have the right answer? Oh, no. <laughs> because obviously, you know, like, um, if you get deep enough, then you realize that there is no such thing as time, right? Time, time is neither here nor there, and all of time exists all at once or it doesn't exist at all type of thing. And, like, to truly grasp that, then I think that you would have to be able to have some sort of a grasp on what a realm really is. And uh, then that would tie in and be able to make a lot more sense, I think. But being able to wrap your head around that possibility and the existence of that is that's, that's the question, you know, like, because I think I've done it to where I can, I, I get it, but um, I don't know how to explain it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Some crazy stuff you can speculate, like the whole idea of, time being completely cyclical and things just come back around all the time. And if you look at it at like a genetic standpoint, the imprint of your family line is in your genetics everywhere that potentially within two or three generations, you could have an ancestor who looks exactly like you. And if you have the like photos or film or things that we have today because of technology, we can physically see those resemblances more and more. Whereas so are you saying that that's why we're seeing like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, all these people like Jay-Z, uh, all these Mandela effects that we're saying, sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, Keanu Reeves, all these people that they're showing us from like way back in these like supposedly old pictures, but I'm also a graphic designer. So I know that that's <laughs> not very hard to make pictures like that. So yeah, so it's it's either like you go down the two it's conspiracy theory ideas, right? Either they're like they're vampires, they live forever, some type of a deal, or the genetic imprint, the template of that person's look just repeats. It's a genetic fluke. Right. Like doppelgangers. You can have doppelgangers of people you're not related to and they can look damn near identical to you just because it's in our genetic code that that yeah. template of a person's there. 
Yeah, there's only a few templates of people because it doesn't matter where you go. There's always like the same 10 type of people that you run into. And like, I don't, I noticed this because I had to move around a lot when I was growing up and every school had the funny fat kid and like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, and, and like, I was always the competing fucking short skinny guy that was the class clown. There was always the hot girl that all the boys were trying to get at that was plastic as fuck and couldn't think for herself. It was like every single school had the exact same thing. And then you see it in movies too. It's like the same templates for every single type of person. And that's everywhere in your life. So I'm like, maybe there is something to this matrix shit, you know, maybe they yeah. only have a few you know, uh, avatars that they start out as their base avatar. Yeah. There's only so many skins you can get. And with, uh, online purchases, you can get upgrades. Right. Well, I guess my avatar, whoever is playing me doesn't have that much money, man. Cause I would like some new teeth, <laughs> uh, maybe a six pack guys, uh, <laughs> couple the, more the elites just have the cheat codes that's the i don't know i saw you half naked before we started recording uh you, that, <laughs> you look pretty good physically wise i mean <laughs> I up anyway I <laughs> i'm glad you clarified that because it was either walking on no pants on or walking on no top on <laughs> no, no he, ha he didn't have a shirt on i'm like oh you're half naked <laughs> It's it's hot as fuck today. I mean, it's not hot as fuck, but the weather's starting to get uh, warmer, and it's a really big house. And so, to turn the air conditioning on, it cost a fortune. And so, uh, yeah, I'd rather just not wear a shirt than pay an extra hundred dollars. Oh, I, I fully just, agree with you. Just remember, when you do have the air conditioner on, make sure you open up all the windows so you're fighting global warming. Yes. For more yes. tips, follow Drew. Missing it, you're missing the point. Podcast. Thank you, thank you. What about collecting rainwater? Now, it, plug your sister. Um, if, I, if, I, <laughs> if I collected rainwater and used that, that would be helping towards global warming as well, correct? Oh yeah, no. sure. Unless you're it's, you're in one of the states in America where it's illegal to collect your own rainwater. Oh, you mean unless sense. you're in, unless you're in any state in America where it's illegal? Because every single state in America, it's illegal, right? I can collect <laughs> rainwater. Oh well, fuck you. I can't. Well, yeah, you you're in California. California. Well, I, I can. I'm also in the communist state of Pennsylvania, but I I can collect rainwater. I can collect rainwater, but you know, is that water really even good? Because oh. it's just clouds. It's cloud seeding water that's just yeah. polluted as fuck anyway. Yeah, it's it's hard to say because when you look at it that way, and then you you look at it from like, okay, if I'm in a survival situation, you're like. Oh my God, rainwater. That's, that's fresh water. I can drink it. But is it, is it, is it ultimately going to fucking fuck me up or kill me in the long run? If I, I do collect this. Right. Well, I mean, I've, I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos where people have actually put together like these sophisticated where they get barrels, where they collect it and then it filters through and everything. And it's not that expensive to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, the only Charcoal, thing is grass, gravel, the only thing is, I live in Sacramento, so if shit really hits the fan, I'm not staying in Sacramento. There's a place that I'm going about two and a half hours from where I live that's in the mountains in the middle of nowhere, and I have a bunch of people that live out there already that live off the grid already, and they already have farmland, and they've been doing their own thing. So when shit hits the fan, I'm going there. Because if oh, you I live in a, on your yacht. If you live in a city 
hey asshole the blue check mark doesn't mean i'm rich man i'm still I, no, that's not what i was referring to i was, I was <laughs> going back to like if you got a yacht and we could go party <laughs> no man but what i'm saying is is if you live in a city type setting it's not what have you prepared in order to um get through this because you live around too many people and somebody is going to take stronghold you and take that over you mm-hmm. need to get out to where you have your own area and you can be sufficient and you can protect it because it's not what you have it's how long can you protect what you have i'm, I'm protected even as i'm podcasting i'm so jealous of you americans just don't <laughs> rub it in place <laughs> Hey, man, but you know what? There's crazy motherfuckers out there that are not protected and they have guns and they don't give a fuck. And, you know, uh, God forbid this actually ever happens. And I hope that it never does. But there's going to be good people killing good people for horrible reasons. Yeah. For a can of spam. Oh, I could eat some spam right now. Not going to lie. I haven't had spam in a minute. You know. You should go to Hawaii. I hear that like they have amazing restaurants. <laughs> Spam capital of the world. I've never been to Hawaii. Have you guys been to have you guys been there? No, I've never no, been. No. Oh, I look man. at I look at Hawaii as being like the New Zealand of America. Is anybody else getting an echo in the background? Uh, only on you. Oh wait, oh. I'm getting it as well. I mean, it's very faint. I, I, I think in post-production it can be taken out, but every now and again I hear it. Like like I hear myself repeat, but we're all wearing headphones. Put the Weird. phone down. Put the phone down. No, that was just the handler. Now I don't hear it anymore. Oh, wait, maybe it's just me. No? I don't know. Whatever. So what do you guys want to talk about, man? We got we got about 40 minutes left. Uh, what the fuck is going on in the world? Now I hear my echo. <laughs> and you won't unhear it now that's no. the thing thanks ghost dick <laughs> i wasn't even paying attention to it now now i hear it every time dick must be weird not having anybody come on you <laughs> that is my favorite <laughs> I, mean, I think it would be weird to have somebody come on me that's it would be <laughs> skull and bone society have been doing it for years it's oh, that, that is true Oh man! They come and piss all over their their members. So uh, gives a new new meaning to uh, tool tool song. Uh, 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 with shit, blood, and come on my hands. Oh, speaking of tool, I got invited. Now that they're not requiring turkey basters, I'm going to be bartending at AfterShock this year. Oh, nice! Yes. So, uh, fucking, have you seen the lineup for that? It's incredible. Mm-mm. No, you have to send it to me. Or well, share. I, I can't. I don't know how to share screen on this new. It's fancy, and I should be able to do every possible thing, but I haven't figured it out yet. But let me just pull this up real quick because it's fucking awesome, man. And I I bartended at AfterShock for four years, and then the pandemic hit, and then they took a year off, and then they required turkey basters um, in order to work there. And even though I would make like four grand in a weekend working bartending there, I was like, eh, it's not worth it. So I use Turkey basers for my enemas. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, first night is Rob Zombie, Slipknot, Evidence, and Stone Temple Pilots, Kill Switch Engaged, Bad Religion. I mean, and it goes on for about 15 more bands. Uh, night two is Judas Priest, Kiss, Lamb of God, uh, Falling in Reverse, Bullet for My Valentine. Keeps going on for about 15 more bands. Then uh, Saturday night is Papa Roach, My Chemical Romance, A Day to Remember. Uh, wait. This is last year. I'm I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not the right lineup. Great bands. <laughs> no, it's even better this year. I'm like, what? That's not the right shit. Here we go. This is the right one. All right. First night is Incubus, Avenge Sevenfold, Turnstile, The Cult, AFI, Pennywise, Nothing But Thieves. I mean, it goes on and on for the first night. Then we got on night two, Godsmack, Tool, Limp Biscuit, Megadeth, uh, Skillet bad omens and it goes on and on and on uh night three is pantera corn 311 Corey taylor Corey taylor from um uh uh slipknot slipknot so is he doing Corey motherfucking taylor yeah by himself yes nice <laughs> i i highly recommend anybody out in this listening audience go on youtube and look up cmft Corey motherfucking taylor he, dude the guy is probably the most underrated musician oh around. my God, Acoustic how cool cover. would it be if him and Maynard linked up and did a project together? That would be awesome. Be that two great voices in, in the music industry. People think, oh, he was Slipknot. He he wore a mask and this and that. And then Stone Sour came out and they're Stone like, Sour oh, that's awesome. yeah. But a lot of people are like, eh, it's just girling. <laughs> it's romantic. This dude is super fucking talented. Give him a song, he'll cover it. He covered Nine Inch Nails, um, something I can never have, acoustically on guitar. I heard and that, and it's, it's actually it's almost it, it, it's one of those songs that makes the um, hairs on your arms stand up. Yes, because if anybody's familiar with something I can never have, Trent Reznor did that with a piano, but Corey did it with the guitar, and it was just like, holy fuck, are you serious? So while we're on the topic of music and Catalyst, you've got a background in music and all this type of stuff. Let's talk about prominent musicians who noticeably sold their soul to the devil for their careers. And you okay. can see that there's the the contract comes into, you need to pay out your contract now and you see them nosedive and they go all weird and shit. Who are the big names that you think of when you think of a, a rock star, a superstar that's, we can even include actors to a degree, but think about music. Who are those big stars that you think definitely okay. sold this to the devil well the first name that comes to mind is keith richards because he was in an interview uh openly saying that he sold his soul, sold his soul and the reason why he keeps doing what his he's doing is to hold up his end of the bargain and um Same with bob dylan that, that's who i meant is bob dylan bob dylan is the one that said that oh, okay and um and then i also think of eminem because eminem's uncle uh ronnie died in order for him to initially get riches and fame, and then in order for him to catapult into the stardom that he did, he had to sacrifice somebody else that was very close to him, and he didn't get to choose who that was going to be, and that ended up being his um, his best friend, Proof, from D12. Um, and then you got... Uh, oh, and then they ended up killing Eminem in 2005 in a car accident, 
and um, said that uh, he went to rehab and that's why we didn't see him for so long. And then when he came back from rehab, he was a completely different person, uh, bone structure, different eye color, different hair color, no earring holes in his ears. uh, uh, Even the tip of his nose is different. Tattoos were always covered up. His face is actually longer. Um, and then he did not ever rap the same ever again. And he's very pro-establishment now too. So that's mm-hmm. a very indicator. Very pro-establishment. When he did that song, fucking march on the fucking White House government and fucking let them know that we're not going anywhere type of song. And then, yeah. Now he's like, if you voted for fucking Trump, then don't listen to my music. And I'm like, oh, uh, Okay, weren't you talking shit about uh, Lauren Hill for saying that uh, she doesn't want white people listening to her fucking music? Yeah. Fucking (laughs) crit. (laughs) I think the most obvious one at the moment, and you can see it happening in real time, is that Sam Smith guy, the Brit. Yeah. Like, you see where he started off. Like, he could have just been the average gay musician, right? And singer. He could have been the next Michael Buble. Oh, yeah. He was fit. He was... See, he was really musically talented and he was just mainstream. Anyone could get into his music. He had like an Elton John vibe to him. Kind of, yeah. Yes, yeah, very much so. And now he's morbidly obese, twerking on people on stage with devil horns and whips and high heels on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's more, more of the modern ones. I mean, and then... Uh, I mean, we can go as far back as uh, as as um, the Beatles, right? And then we can go into the conspiracy within the Beatles, where uh, where Paul was actually dead, like and um, decapitated in a car accident. Right, right. So I was we can, never a fan of the Beatles. I was never a fan of the Grateful Dead. Like no, I never I know. understood. Uh-uh. I never understood the whole Grateful Dead thing. I'm like, they're mediocre at fucking best. And I don't know, maybe because they gave out acid at their concerts and people thought like, because I remember when I did that train, when I, I when, when I did ecstasy one time and uh, I was with my buddy, Paul Thompson, and he handed me a menthol cigarette and I was on ecstasy and I thought cigarettes were the grossest thing I've ever had in my life. And I hit that menthol cigarette and I was like, this is fucking amazing. Right. So that's how I feel like people are duped into being deadheads because they're all on acid and they're like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. But if they were to hear hear it for the first time, sober as shit, they'd be like, what the fuck is this garbage? It's a true indicator of what a a great band is. If they're, they're shit live and they sound fantastic on an album, it shows where their real talent lies. Check your phone catalyst. Well, what if they're both though, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you guys uh, speak amongst each other right now. I have speak to speak amongst speak amongst ourselves. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I can be a rock star. I always thought you were a rock star. What are you talking about, I, guys? I am. I'm. I'm more of a a, a midget rock star. I love midgets and performing oh, and yeah. how they do all that shit. Fucking Ryan sent me this this fucking I guess there's a midget pro wrestling league. And I was like, are you fucking serious? I was like, can we join? Like, can we just go in there and like fucking knock midgets around? That that'd be fucking amazing. 
My algorithm on Instagram has been utterly fucked since I sent you those images of midgets because now I just keep getting, you know how you get thoughts on Instagram all the time and they've got like 30,000, 40,000 followers and they're scantily clad, except now it's scantily clad midget girls. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it, it's she, she can't be a 10. She can be a 2.5 because of her height. Yeah. Man, I, I was so disappointed in midget porn. I thought it was going to be hilarious. <laughs> I thought I was going to laugh my ass off. But when I watched it, I was just like, oh, oh, God, no. Oh, oh, because you know what? It's like their torso is like the is like a normal person. But the it's, limbs are small. Yeah, it's the limbs that do it for me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> big old I, fucking Popeye forearms and shit. And it's like, and then so you oh. see like you see like this big like fucking black guy with like a freaking 12 inch, you know, thingy. And <laughs> he's taking on this like we call that a BBC four foot one girl and you're like oh my god it's gonna come out of her mouth like how is this gonna how is she gonna live through this <laughs> but their torso from from their top of their head to where their pelvis is is the exact same dimensions as a normal person it's all an illusion yeah I really want to get a gun, a GoFundMe going where I can hire midgets to be dressed up as a lollipop guild and just to knock on Ghost's door and film that for fun. <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh, I would guild. I will definitely start a GoFundMe for that, or not a GoFundMe. Uh, what is the other one? Uh, Gifts and Go. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> GoFundMe. They pull funding from people. All so. Of a sudden- I- I'll be I, I, sitting here recording an episode and the dogs go wild. I'll be like, hang on, uh, uh, something's wrong. I go open the door and there's a fucking bunch of midgets. We uh, we represent the only one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck me. Really? <laughs> this really came true. <laughs> I, I would actually let them do their thing. <laughs> I wouldn't harm them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I sent our friend that thing. So. Well, what do you guys think about fuck? I don't know. Give me six a talk to a year. No, not six months to a year. What what it, what has been going on lately? Like as far as like because uh, I was just on a big show the other night and I wanted to talk about the TikTok bill and it didn't come up. And I think it's very interesting that the word TikTok doesn't come up one time in the TikTok bill and nobody's bringing that up. The Restrict Act. Right. Yeah. I read it, and the word TikTok is not in there one single time, and nobody's. Oh, you're the VPN. You're fucked. I yeah. find it very odd that it's this restrict act is ha- big in the states, but it's happening all over the Western world as well within their government. It's it's not organic. Like people have known TikTok is a backdoor for the CCP from the get go, and they didn't give a shit. People talking about it three or four years ago, yeah. all of a sudden it's it's a big thing and it's an issue. Like what the about Australian Biden? government? Exactly. Australian government have just dropped TikTok for all government employees. They're not allowed to have it. It's illegal. But you can say that's just going to be used as the the door to open up to all forms of social media so they can control speech. Well, social media is the key, right? And I don't like to fucking keep bringing up no agenda, but they do have the greatest podcast in the history of the universe. So um, I, I got to bring them up. And they were talking. The formula about- is this. We go out and we hit people in the mouth. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know they were where was i at damn it <laughs> but they were they were fuck where was i at 
no agenda. Act. Social media, act. no agenda. Re- uh, social media. So the thing is, is all these news anchors and news talking points are saying social media, social media, social media, but yet a big ass show like No Agenda with Adam Curry and Adam Curry saying, hey, if this is on social media, then send it to me because I haven't seen it yet. And uh, if somebody that big has that many people listening to him and nobody could find it and send it to him, then it's not on social media. It's a fucking CIA fucking operation. Uh, to get the people on board with fucking going along with this fucking restrict bill. And if this gets Absolutely. signed, if this gets signed, We're I'm fucked. gone. I'm gone. We all are. I'm I'm arrested immediately. Just keep a seat warm for me at the FEMA camp and we'll be fine. Bro, if they don't put me in the gas chamber first, I will have I will have like an entire game room going, man. I already went to jail one time, so I know how to make fucking dominoes. Game room and gas chamber. I already know how to make dominoes out of soap bars, so we're good. Oh, nice. I haven't played dominoes in fuck since I was in the military. Domino, motherfucker. <laughs> See about that. Yeah. Stupid motherfucker. Don't you know you can get that shit from letting them suck your dick, too? Ah, uh, shit. Ghost does have a pretty mouth. Just put it out. I there. do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know what that was from? That was a little shout out to Boys in the Hood movie when they were sitting there playing dominoes. Domino motherfuckers, see about yeah. that. <laughs> and then they were talking about if you can get AIDS, whether or not uh, from getting a blowjob. <laughs> Depends on how toothy it is. <laughs> and then you go, and then you realize what you realize now, and you're like, oh man, they were propagandating in that movie, fucking too. Oh, hardcore. Every fucking movie. All the greats that we grew up with, we're like, now we're like, oh, it's coming true. Hmm. Imagine that. My uncle was a hell's angel, right? Like the most white gang there is in the United States. And after that movie came out, he would always answer the phone. Who dis? (laughs) (laughs) Who dis? (laughs) I thought that was... Let's circle back to that restrict act. Do you think this is like a, a last ditch effort to try and control yes. what the hell's going on? Like they're just yep. throwing, like things are ramping up and they're happening so quickly. It's like they're throwing shit at a wall and hoping something will stick. Well, and it has like a, has a two week news cycle and then it just disappears. You think this is just the next it's thing? It's Patriot, Patriot Act 2.0. But here's the, the thing one. is yes, yeah. is the internet did get away from them because they didn't expect. The digital soldiers and i don't like to like cue it but uh we are digital soldiers that is exactly what the fuck we are because we are involved in a war and we are we are fighting with information we're trying to give good information while they're fighting for us not to get it out to people so uh yeah absolutely that's exactly what i feel that it is and um you know like i'd just like to introduce ryan dean from the dangerous world podcast and he's Ah, you're muted no see this is the thing this is why i hate sound i i what is this fucking app Streamyard, motherfucker Streamyard, dude i hate it so when i got in here it said hey is your mic working i said yeah i set it up and it was all good to go and then you know i tried to make a cool entrance and thank you for that uh you know introduction there catalyst but holy shit i mean i mean am i coming through clearly yeah, oh, yeah, you sound amazing, bro. 
Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's the it's the yellow lights. You know what I mean? I feel like a piece of shit, though, because I'm the only one in the room that has to cover his head because he's ashamed of his, his hair. And, you know, we got two bald motherfuckers and they don't even give a shit. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, I I, uh, I actually, you know, I, I've been uh, Kim got me like one of this really cool like um, what are they like the things that you rub around your head? It's basically a shaver, but it's a 360 degree shaver. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Those things are nice, dude. It's it, kind of it, makes like, shaving your... your fingers, right? And you like just kind of go like this. Is that how that works? Is that what you're talking about? No, well, it's you more got... like an electric shaver, right? Yeah, but you got to go in a circle. So you rub it around your head. It's kind of like a massage and a shave at the same time. Oh, it's kind of like how I masturbate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, so you I go know. to those Asian places. Is that what you're saying? A massage and a, and a shave? We yeah, call it a little tuggy. Tug. A little tuggy. Tug, tug, tug a I, mean, I believe Hobson actually made a song about that. Right, oh, have you right, guys not right. heard that song? It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I have not. I have not. If you but... give me 20, I give you sucky sucky. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's perfect, dude. That, that's a what a good deal. But yeah, I didn't mean to jump in and derail. What were you guys getting into uh, when I popped in? You were talking about how you love my mom's underwear. No, we were talking about the Restrict Act. So I started out talking about how I actually read the bill and nowhere in the bill is the word TikTok ever mentioned. Right. And uh, how it's scary that both parties are kind of on board with this and what the impl implications are of if this actually goes through. Uh, meaning all of us on screen right now will be in prison if this goes through. So, <laughs> uh, why, how so? Well, because basically it, it will, uh, give, uh, it, it makes it against the law for us to do what we're doing. Right. And so, uh, they can even go back so they can backtrack. So, you know how, like, when uh, Instagram finally notices that you posted something and they haven't been keeping an eye on you for a minute and they're like, oh, this motherfucker, he got one on in on us. And then they go backtrack and then you're like, whoa, dude, I posted that three months ago. Why are you flagging that right now? Like, it's going to be the same fucking thing, man. They're going to be like, uh, three years ago, you said um, that you didn't think Joe Biden was legally uh, the president. And so you are a domestic terrorist. You need to come with us. Is that is that real? Like, is there is there anything that we're actually doing right now that would get us arrested? Like, like you know, I I know that the VPN thing is is something that is very you know suspicious. Like, oh, they're saying, you can't use VPN. They're saying what is the fine up to two hundred thousand dollars? Which who has two hundred thousand dollars? And then, and then I forget what the prison term is, but there's a prison term. And you know, I mean, we can say the same thing with any other crime. Like every crime holds a, a fine and a prison term, but that doesn't mean that that's what you're actually going to do, right? Um, but with this totalitarian government that they have pushing forward, um, it just seems like it's right in line with what they need to do to get rid of the people that they need to get rid of in order to push forward what they need to push forward. And I'm not trying to push doom on anybody or anything, but I'm saying this is something that we should be paying attention to. It's not just the Restrict Act in isolation either. It's all the other stuff they've got going on the sidelines where terms like red pill, chad, um, truther, conspiracy theorists, all these loaded terms are now being associated with domestic terrorists. Like 
Hatred. How many people? Are you kidding me? is a, t- a terrible yeah. term now. How many people tag their shows with those in, in Instagram or on Twitter? You're literally giving them the ammunition to come and find your work. Oh, right. Every time I open up my show. Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies. Every single fucking time. So, you know, it, I, I don't care at this point. And everybody was like, whoa, dude, you got a blue check mark? Like, you had to tell them your real name and give them your, like, picture? And I'm like, I'm already on every fucking list, dude. If you if you were to go to the airport with me and see what I have to go through when I go to the airport, you would know I'm already on their fucking lists. Well, yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I mention this all the time. I, Ghost, you and I have had this conversation, too. It's like, dude, the people that you don't want to know your real name, they know your real name, right? Like, already, right? Oh, absolutely. So it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, anyone here is is playing kind of any kind of covert ops, right? Obviously, Catalyst, you go by Catalyst. The people that you don't want to know your name, they know your name too, right? And, now, and us now, out here... People that I, you know, like... I wanted to be Catalyst Jones. I didn't want people to know that my name was Bradley Hunt, you know, but right. uh, unfortunately to get that blue check mark, I had to do that. And people are giving me shit for getting the blue check mark, but I'm going to tell you guys something. Since I got that blue check mark, people that were not reading my messages are now responding and I have my fucking calendar booked with amazing guests. So even if I only do it for a fucking month, it was worth it. Sure. But like what I'm saying, too, is even, uh, you know, people out here that are having their voices recorded, uh, you know, for an hour episode a week. Right. Doing podcasts. All of our shit is out there. And there is, uh, you know, there's AI apps that are trying to connect people to their dead relatives. When we're all dead and there's people that love us that are left behind, they're going to be able to literally communicate with us based off of our voices right now. All the shit that we're saying right now in this conversation right here, that's going to be played back in AI apps that connect people to the dead. That like that that infrastructure is already set in place. So we're already playing into this. Already happened. We we have celebrities that have gifted that as like anniversary presents and stuff. As like the dead father talking to the relative. You know, like we've already had that shit. Like it's it's out. It's been out. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think we're way beyond that, Ryan. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what was it? Uh, the first time uh, you came on or I came on your show, I think we were talking about organic robotoids with Dr. Peter Better and shit and like the crazy shit that he was talking about. And I'm I'm not saying that he was legit on that, but I'm saying he might have been on to something. They, they might have been trying that kind of shit. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's crazy to think that that stuff was actually a real thing back then. You know, what what do you know? Do you remember the time that he was? It was President about- Carter was the first president that they were actually trying out this uh, robot on. Okay, so what, the 70s? Right. President Carter Carter was famous for what? Nothing, uh, basically. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Run the country under the ground, giving free the housing most- and shit, right? Right, but like the most basic president to where you can kind of get away with it, you know? Yeah. Well, he's the only president that wasn't related to all the other presidents. There was, was weird Carter. things. There was weird things about Carter, right? He was a peanut farmer. Like he wasn't even anything like he wasn't even a politician as far as I, I looked into. Like yeah. so I, yeah. I don't even know why he was chosen, honestly. Um he's kind of a rogue dude. He seemed seemed like he ran a, a business efficiently. Well, if you're running a circus, got... you gotta have a peanut, right? Perfect peanut farmer. 
Yeah, he Leave actually it to the Australian to describe American politics perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Messon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but I don't know, man, because if they had these kind of things that they were like rolling out and testing, and apparently the first time that they tried to test this out on the public was after um, Carter was doing some sort of a, a, a public thing where he was running and he ended up having a freaking a heart complication and collapsed. And they rolled out this robotoid to replace him until he got better. That's the theory on that. Mm. Well, what are we up to like our sixth Biden right now? I mean, <laughs> within That's the first week, numbers. I think we already saw... I think we already saw three different ones within the first week. So, I mean, who knows? It's weird. I didn't, I didn't know he was ambidextrous. Right. Well, when you're senile, I mean, maybe you are <laughs> ambidextrous, you know? Um, hey, man, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, obviously, you guys have been talking for about an hour here, a little over an hour. Um, you mentioned something about that blue check mark, and, and, you know, people giving you shit for that. I, I want to take a chance here, you know, on somebody else's platform. I'm going to do something else, too. The man with the suits and the tie Looks me dead in the eye And he lies Yeah, he lies then the woman with the makeup and the blouse beams right into my house and she lies. Yes, she lies. The man wants me to be scared. The man making me see red cause I know that he lies. Yeah, he lies. Then the woman with the beautiful eyes Is no longer beautiful Because I realize that she lies Yes, she lies Well, you ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever cast your spell Fooled me once, so shame on you Won't fool me twice Cause I see right through the oh so many lies You always tell From the north to the east To the west to the south You cover much ground with your filthy mouth In your lies Yeah, your lies you lie so much, you believe yourself The day you tell the truth will be a cold day in hell I despise all those lies well, You ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever cast your spell 
fool me once, oh shame on you, won't fool me twice, cause I see right through the oh so many lies you always tell. What you do with your plastic smiles and your auto cues and those lies? Yeah, those lies. How much longer can you hide the truth when this lion wakes? It's gonna eat you and your lies. Yeah, your lies. You ain't welcome round here no more Been down this road too many times before This the last time you ever cast your spell You fooled me once, so shame on you Won't fool me twice Cause I see right through the so many lies You always tell The suit and the tie looks me right dead in the eye, and he lies. Yeah, he lies. 